today on In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag. We have the why answered. And Paul answers the why saying that it pleases our Savior who wants all people saved. Even them. Yeah, but did you see what they tweeted? Don't need to. That's between them and the Lord. What are you going to retweet or reply in that tweet? You're listening to In Spirit and Truth, the radio ministry of Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. is currently teaching through the book of 1 Timothy. As a follower of Christ, you're called to be different. You need to be a light, not add to the darkness. So today, Pastor J.D. will ask you to think about how you respond in situations where your beliefs are tested or your opinion isn't welcomed. Instead of fueling the fire, take the time to pray and let God change your attitude. Now, be sure to stay with us after today's message to hear how you can get your own copy of today's broadcast. Subscribe to the In Spirit and Truth podcast or download the In Spirit and Truth iPhone or Android mobile app. But for now, here's Pastor J.D. in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 2 with today's edition of In Spirit and Truth. You know what my problem is? I'll speak for myself. Okay, so, but don't think for a second the Holy Spirit's going to let you off the hook when I do, okay? My problem is that I'm prone to become angry at people, argue with people, instead of simply praying for people. One of the things I'm learning in my own prayer life is that when you pray for people, it doesn't take very long before you realize that you can't stay angry with people. I mean, at first it might be a little bit gnarly. I'm going to use that word. I really like that word. I think we need to bring that word back, just saying. At first it's a little bit gnarly. You know, you pray for, you know, them? I'm going to pray for them. Oh, I'll, okay. Okay, I'll tell you what. I will pray for them. <laughs> God, just kill them. In Jesus' name. <laughs> and we're so quick to go back in the Psalms when you know, David in the Psalms says, you know, crush their teeth in their mouth so they choke on it. I like that. I'm going to pray that. It's biblical. No, that's not what that means. <laughs> For those of you that were with us in the Psalms, we went through that. Basically, it's a David praying in the Psalms as if to say, do something to stop them from doing what they're doing and saying what they're saying. But it's kind of like that, isn't it? I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. I know for me, again, I'll just, I'll be honest <laughs> and open. You know, when I would pray for somebody like this, it was, it was, at first it was like, Lord, it was so hard. And then here's what happened. When I actually did it, my whole heart changed. And that was the whole point. And that's why Jesus in Matthew 5 said to do this. Verse 43, Jesus speaking, You have heard that it was said, 
you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Yes, amen, amen. But I say to you, uh uh-oh, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. (laughs) Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. What? (laughs) How? Oh, why? It's not because God is saying, I'm God and I told you so. No, it's more like this. I love you so much. And I created you in my image. And I know what makes you tick and talk. Probably shouldn't use that. Uh, Goodness gracious. Sorry. Those of you who laughed know what I'm talking about, but anyway, whatever. I know what's best for you. And I love you so much that I can't stand to see you needlessly and unnecessarily suffer at the hands of your own anger and disobedience in your unwillingness to do that which I know will change your life and your attitude towards them. I have the blueprint, I have the schematics, if you will, for how (laughs) you work and operate and think and act. And I I made you, I know, and this is something that needs to be fixed. And I know how to fix it. And this is how to fix it. You just start praying for them. I don't feel like it, doesn't matter. You start praying for them and the feelings will follow. Can we talk about this in the context of marriage? You know, when husband and wife have a marital conflict, okay, an argument. (laughs) You know, pastors, we call it intense fellowship. (laughs) I love that one. That's my story, and I'm sticking with it, by the way. So, you know, I mean, you're just, you're going back and forth. Me, what about you? That's the pot calling the kettle black. You go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You get angry with each other. How about this? Stop. Catch your breath. Separate. Go to the Lord. And instead of being angry with them, pray for them and watch what happens. And again, at first it might be, Lord, I pray that you'll show them that they're wrong. And they'll come to me and apologize and ask for forgiveness. It reminds me of the story. It's, it's one of my favorite stories. I haven't told in a while. So, and Plus, we have a lot of new people, which, by the way, we're so delighted that you're here. So you've not heard this before. Those of you that have heard it 18, 19 times, bear with me. So stories are told of a husband and wife get into a huge argument, and the husband's talking about it, sharing with his friend, you know, Yeah, man, we had a doozy the other night. But you know, we don't want to go to bed letting the sun go down on our anger. So we've resolved to work it out before we go to sleep. Sometimes it's like two o'clock in the morning. 
But sure enough, she'll come crawling to me on her hands and knees, and she'll say to me, come out from underneath that bed and fight like a man, you coward! You can't fight with them or be angry at them if you're praying for them. It doesn't work. You know, it's been said that prayer changes things. Well, how about this? Prayer changes the prayer. It changes you. It has that effect on you. And that's why Jesus says this. So he says, bless those who curse you, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. And here's why, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven, for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. I know early on in my walk with the Lord, I always thought that, you know, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. Yeah, doesn't mean that. Rain's a good thing, because you got crops and you need rain. And God allows the rain to fall on both the just and the unjust. And then he says this. This is interesting. Listen to this. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? That's an easy do. Do not even the tax collectors do the same? Yeah. And if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Do not even the IRS employees do the same? That's basically what he's saying. They were despised in that day. In other words, what Jesus is saying is, if you're only good to those who are good to you, if you only love those who love you, if you only bless those who bless you, if you only pray for those who pray for you, you're no different than anybody else. What should set you apart and identify you as being one of my disciples, one of my followers, is that. That's new. (laughs) I'm going to pray for you. Yeah, but I just called you a name. I know, I'm, on a, I'm, a, I'm that's why, <laughs> actually, you did, you cursed me, you cussed at me. I'm going to pray for you. You are? Yeah. Really? I've never had a Christian say that to me before. This is, what church do you go to? No, right? Well, now all of a sudden, there's some interest. Because again, you know what the two questions are that everyone asks of a Christian? Question number one, is it real? Are you the real deal? Or are you just like all the rest? And the second question, does it work? Is it real and does it work? And by the way, they want it to be real And they want it to work because if it's real for you and works for you, then it works for them and is real for them too. I'll tell you, just saying to someone, I'm going to pray for you, is a game changer. 
And it can be a life changer too. Let's talk about who. In verse 2. And I'm not referring to the World Health Organization here, by the way. Paul answers the who question, saying, we're to pray for kings and all those in authority so that we may live peacefully. I find it interesting that Paul would say what he says the way he says it, because really, if you think about it, the opposite is true, especially when it comes to those who oppose us politically. Instead of being peaceful, quiet, godly, and holy, it's all out war. And that's ungodly and unholy. It's like, (laughs) instead of get them to the Lord, it's get them, Lord. Right? Ah, This is hard, and, and... but I have to say it. I'm going to include myself in it. We will all be held to an account for every tweet, every post, every comment, and every email. We will give an account for every word written or spoken when we stand before the Lord. Now, The good news is, according to Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, I think I want to say it's chapter 3 in his first epistle, he describes that everything that was done in the flesh will burn as wood, hay, and stubble, and everything that was done in the Spirit will be purified by that same fire, the precious and valuable stones and gold. In other words, All of those tweets, all of those posts, all of those emails, all of those comments, we'll give an account for them, and then they will all be burned. If you're anything like me, your pile is going to take a while. (laughs) I know mine is. i got a lot of years walking with the Lord for 38 years, and oh my goodness. It's one of those things where we say it like this, if I'd have known then what I know now, Man, I wish I would have known then what I know now. Man, you know, you can't unsend an email. Believe you me, I've tried. So have you probably, right? I started doing something a few years back, and I've got a a situation. We'll call it a situation. You know what I mean by situation? You can fill in the blank. Got a situation here. Got an issue needs to be addressed. So my flesh, right there, right in, standing in the front of the line, my spirit's over here going, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> here's my flesh going, all caps, all caps, right? And now, by the grace of God, again, I mean, if God can do this in my life, He can do this in yours. Now it's, I'm not going to push send, I'm going to save it in my draft file. And I'm going to wait on the Lord, and I'm going to seek the Lord, and I'm going to sleep on it. And His mercies are new every morning. 
And I wake up in the morning and I have my time with the Lord. And then I revisit that. And almost without exception, I'll look at that email and just, thank you God that I did not send that email. Right? And then I'm in the spirit, I'm not in the flesh, and I completely rewrite the whole thing without caps, <laughs> and I send it. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. And we know these verses, we were well acquainted with them, many of us have them memorized, we've got them on our wallpaper, we know them. But can we as I read this, just see this as if we're reading it for the first time. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So they're on the receiving end of the aforementioned email. And they were keenly aware that that email could have read very differently, but didn't. It was a good email. It was a good response. It was a word fitly spoken, and it brought glory to God. How about when you're going through that checkout line with your mask? I think I shared this last week. It's hard for me. I, I, I do it because it's a witness when I go through that checkout line. Plus, if I don't, I don't get poke, so I have to. (laughs) So they have to wear the mask too, or else they don't have a job. Right? So do you know how many, I hope not Christians, although sadly I uh, saw a video, somebody sent me a video of a guy that recorded being kicked out of a place because he refused to wear a mask. Called the police, big incident. And there was one point in the video where he says to the police officer, do you know Jesus? Do you believe in God? The police officer just turned away with a disdain and said, no, I don't. And it's like, well, you didn't help. You didn't help. So you go through that line, you got your mask on. Oh, so I, just this last week, I was on the phone. I forgot to put it on. I, I put it on right as I'm going through the door, because, I, you know. And the guy's like, hey, you need to have your mask. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I completely forgot. And I pulled it out of my pocket, and I put it on. I said, oh, I'm so sorry. He said, yeah, no worries, brah. So in I went. Go through the checkout line. I was there the day before. Yes, I like poke that much. (laughs) And I said to him, I said, I'm back. He looks at me and goes, yeah, I can see you're back. I said, how are you doing today? He said, you know, what? You know what I love about masks? I'm being a little bit silly here, but I like to yell. With masks, I have to yell. Because you can't hear if I don't. I have to enunciate every, how are you doing today? And then the conversation struck up, and this is about one o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know what his shift was, but I can promise you 
that there were probably very irritated, agitated, frustrated customers that went through that checkout and made his life miserable. And so I always leave with, hey, have a blessed rest of the day. Well, so they, they kind of look for me now. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but so there's this other, I think she's probably one of the managers. She always comes whenever I'm there, and I always ask her how she's doing, and she always responds, you know, I'm, I'm doing good. How are you doing? And I just say, I'm, I, here's what I say now. This is good. You can use this, by the way. I have no copyright or patent on it, okay? I say, I am so blessed you can't even believe it. You are? Well, that's new. Because everybody that comes through here, they're mean. They're angry. They can't breathe. <laughs> that's another issue. And, and you're blessed? Wow, what, I want what you, you have, right? You see how that works? That's the whole point. See, that's the light. We're the salt and the light. Salt flavors and preserves. The light rids the darkness. Have you ever noticed there's no such thing as a dark switch? I know, again, that's, they have clinical terms for this, but this is just how I think. There's no, (laughs) I know you're going to, I lost half of you. You're like, wow, I I never thought of that. (laughs) There's no dark switch. There's only a light switch, which is actually a dark switch. When you turn on the light, you turn off the dark. And we're the light. We're the light switch. Let your light switch be on. Let's talk about why, verses 3 and 4. Last but certainly not least, we have the why answered. And Paul answers the why saying that it pleases our Savior who wants all people saved. Even them. Yeah, but did you see what they tweeted? Don't need to. That's between them and the Lord. What are you going to retweet or reply in that tweet? I'm picking on Twitter. I mean, this is Facebook. Facebook's the worst. I'm rarely on Facebook anymore. We have guys that do our social media for us. I'm more on Twitter. That's why I'm picking on Twitter. But here's how I see it and say it. Twitter, I'm just going to use Twitter as the poster child, so to speak. You can either see it as the battlefield, as most do, or you can see it as the mission field, as few do. It's easy to read the book of 1 Timothy and think it only applies to pastors. But the Word of God is always inclusive. This means you can glean something from every page, no matter who you are. So don't let your social status, job, age, or how long you've been a Christian hinder you from diving into the Bible. It's full of wisdom that you can apply to your life. As you listen to Pastor J.D.'s message today, we pray your faith was impacted in a powerful way. If you missed any part of this message or would like to hear others like it, just visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. There, you'll find an archive of teachings as well as other helpful tools in your walk with the Lord. 
We always love to hear from our listeners, too. If you have a specific prayer request or any questions, please don't hesitate to get in touch with us through our contact form on our website. Again, that's in spiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find it under the About tab. If you're in the Kaneohe area, we'd love to connect and have you join us for our worship services. Always feel free to bring your friends and family along, too. It's a great time of fellowship and learning about God with Pastor J.D. Be sure to let us know that you're a listener of In Spirit and Truth when you visit. You can find out more about Calvary Chapel Kaneohe at our website or find us on our media platforms to stay up to date with all things concerning Calvary Chapel Kaneohe. With that, our time with you has come to an end. Thanks for being part of our study here today. We hope you'll tune in again right here on In Spirit and Truth.